Hey guys, Jordan here. I'm just chiming in right now to let you know that what you're about to listen to is a free version of a special monthly bonus series that moving forward will be available on our Patreon for just $5 a month, along with other cool bonuses such as episodes where we score each other on our guesses in the chibis, our warm-up audio, deleted scenes, episode guides written by our friend and collaborator Tucker Watley, work-in-progress cover art, and a special Discord role. Most importantly, though, you'll have our gratitude for being a wonderful patron and friend. So click on the link in the show notes to join the flop team like the legend you are. Now here's Red Hood. Friendship power. Welcome to a special patron-only Shonen Flop Chibi, a special episode that we are doing to thank you, the patron, for subscribing to our show. Yeah. Thank you so much for this episode, what we're doing and what we will be doing in the future for these special episodes is we will be looking at the first chapter of a new manga that is not necessarily a flop. Mm-hmm. This is a, a good opportunity for us to get some exposure to some of the new series that are running in Shonen Jump. This is our second mini episode, but our first one talking about a brand new weekly Shonen Jump series. Trojan X was like this weird comes out whenever it comes out kind of thing. This will be fun. We might be able to catch flops in the making, you know? Oh, yeah. Then we can just recycle this as our chibi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, this is great. It, it fulfills a bunch of stuff for us. Yeah. We did it, gang. Oh, yeah. We can record one of these. And then if Red Hood is a flop, we can just say, we unlocked our special bonus episode for the main <laughs> for the main listeners on the free feed. Aren't we great? Oh, <laughs> uh, knock on wood. I actually kind of hope this series does not get canceled. I was really tempted. I'm probably going to read the next two chapters. Uh, well, I guess we'll get into that. Well, spoilers. Well, you already spoiled it. Whatever. Fuck it. Anyway, David, I don't think I introduced either of us. I'm Jordan. And with me today, as usual, is my co-host, David. Say hi, David. Hi, David. And what series are we reading about today, David? Today, we're doing Hunter's Guild, colon, Red Hood. That colon is super important. I'm glad you mentioned hey, it. always check your colons. Hey. That's what yeah, my grandpa used to say to me. That's some good, wise advice, you know? That's what you get when you get reach a certain age. You just learn to check it just like, uh, yeah. Anyway. You play uh, Cave Explorer. It's great. <laughs> this series, uh, Hunter's Guild Red Hood, it started on June 28th. It's still going. It was created by Kawaguchi Yuki. Mm-hmm. And they also made a one-shot called Red Hood and apparently worked on My Hero Academia. I have to be honest, when I was reading it, the art style is pretty obvious. Isn't there a zip man where I was like, there's no question this dude helped work on My Hero Academia. Well, let's talk about it. This gave me some interesting vibes in the art. Yeah. Anyway, I may as well just get into the plot summary. Do it. A werewolf once again has attacked the small Russian village of Kasaka, leading to the mayor calling in a hunter from the Hunter's Guild to deal with it. In response, a little girl in a red hood named Grimm appears from the guild to hunt the werewolf. She teams up with a local village boy named Vero to lead her to where the wolf is supposed to be, when suddenly they hear a scream from the mayor's house. After rushing to the scene, they find the mayor's wife, saying that the mayor was the werewolf. But Vero deduces she's lying, forcing the old lady to transform into the beast herself. Grimm responds by transforming as well, but instead of into a freaky wolf, she transforms into a sexy adult woman. The werewolf eats her, but it turns out this was a ploy. 
to let her plant a bomb in the werewolf's stomach, which detonates after Vero successfully cuts her out of the wolf's stomach. Grimm then tells Vero that hunters exist to exterminate the mythical beast from fairy tales and asks him if he wants to be one. And it's the end of the first chapter. So, David, what were your first impressions going through this uh, this chapter? So, as we talked about, I was like, wow, this is definitely by an artist that worked in My Hero Academia. I, uh, I definitely thought it was engaging. One thing that stood out to me was they clearly have already started planting the seeds for the world. Like, they made it clear that the guild is part of, like, a larger world and then at the end when they're like there's other mythical creatures we're gonna fight it made me really think wow this is a series that knows that there's like a good interesting scope and that this is also an interesting idea like I don't know if they said it was Russia but it's very clearly set in like an Eastern European country I don't know if they exactly say it but it is also Kosaka Cossack you know clearly finger quotes Russia. I just yeah. didn't know if it's finger quotes Russia or it's actually Russia. But yeah, I think this is a really interesting setting that fairytale influence obviously is not the newest thing, but it is a rarity. Like, I don't think we've read a Shonen Jump series that was directly based on grim fairy tales this explicitly before. I don't know if we have, but like, what's also interesting about this is that you'd think, oh, they're fighting werewolves. Well, you know, we've seen werewolves before. That's not a big deal. No, no, these are not your normal werewolves. These are like eldritch abominations that are sort of look like cartoon werewolves. The art style, it's weird. Are you familiar at all with Heavy Metal Magazine? No, but I do enjoy my heavy metals. Shout out to Bismuth. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lame metal band called Bismuth. I bet they play power metal. You mean the best. Listen, dude, I have a Bismuth crystal on my wall. Don't talk shit about Bismuth. Hey, I'm not talking shit about the crystal. Talk about the people who probably just named their shitty power metal band Bismuth. <laughs> But please do continue. So the art style is very interesting, but I bring up Heavy Metal Magazine. Uh, you are probably familiar with things from Heavy Metal Magazine, even if you're not sure. I bring him up all the time, but Mobius, who's one of the best comic book artists of all time, unbelievably influential in Japan. He made this comic called Arzach, which is the basis for the art style from Panzer Dragoon. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's also like a bunch of other stuff, but the main reason I bring that up is in Heavy Metal Magazine, they were famous for having these sexy, thick ladies, and man, the adult form of Grimm. That is a thick lady. I was like, oh man. I really hope that it is an adult woman who turns into a little girl and not a little girl who turns into an adult woman. Let me say that. There is a big difference between those. <laughs> I'm very strongly assuming it's going to be the later, but that's actually part of my guesses, so we'll see. I think so too, just because they have implied from the beginning that Grimm has a wealth of knowledge way beyond her years, which would make a lot of sense. There is also something I noticed in a reread. They say that uh, the Hunter's Guild was founded by the legendary Red Hood, and then Grimm shows up, very clearly Little Red Riding Hood. They're fighting werewolves. She has a uh, basket with a bomb that she plants inside the werewolf, and the werewolf eats her before the huntsman cuts her out. Yeah. So it's very clear she is representing uh, Little Red Riding Hood in pretty much everywhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's also the one thing I wonder is how like familiar the Japanese audience is, is if they needed to be this explicit because people just like weren't that familiar with Little Red Riding Hood. Maybe it wasn't that they needed to, but they felt like, oh, we can get away with being a little bit more uh, obvious because it isn't quite as ubiquitous. Interesting. Because if I read an American comic, it's a lot of the time if I saw like a Little Red Riding Hood thing, I'd be like, oh boy, here we go again. And Little Red Riding Hood. Then again, the example that I think of is Baby Bonnie Hood from fucking Darkstalkers, which is Japanese. So, hey. There's a lot of thick Red Riding Hood comics. Ooh, yeah. I just want to talk about the art a little bit more because it almost feels like um, 90s image comic 
mm-hmm. matched up with One Piece. So I actually thought this is the art style where if like the Golem Hearts guy really, really refines his skill, this is what I think he would look like. Yeah, like if a really good artist saw Golem Hearts and was like, hey, let me fix this for you, dude. Yeah. And then also <laughs> in the art, I feel like he's actually trying to emulate that crosshatch storybook style that you see a lot. But yeah. the problem is, is that I think it doesn't translate very well, both due to the time constraints and the median. And it just makes the art feel very busy rather than feeling kind of whimsical. Oh, I totally disagree. I think that the uh, the crosshatching is very interesting. I think it leads the figures to feeling much more solid. Like thick. Well, not just thick, but like there's a sense <laughs> of solidity to a lot of the muscles and forms that like mm-hmm. you, you don't see a lot in comics. I was really mm-hmm. surprised. I really don't have much bad to say about the art. I, I do see how it might clash a little bit with uh, the whimsy and stuff, but I feel like that helps the series. There's this interesting thing where the werewolves are drawn like cartoon wolves with like big circular eyes and they kind of move in weird ways and it looks almost goofy but in a really creepy fucked up way. Yeah. It's like a werewolf ate a gum gum fruit. Really, this series was very clearly influenced by Bloodborne which has Eldritch werewolves in it. Mm. Like that's the entire theme of that series was the mashup mm. of Dark fantasy plus cosmic horror. Oh, cool. If you have a PS4, it's it's really fun. I know what it is. I've just, I've never had a PS4. So. Neither have I. <laughs> or anything that can play current generation games. I haven't been current on generation since, like, the Wii. Don't you have a Switch? Yeah, this is Switch Mini. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I just really like the art. I was gripped by uh, the story. It led me along. Mm-hmm. I'm psyched to read further. Yeah, I am too. I will also say, though, that I think that paneling could be a bit looser where they really try to cram a lot into every page. And I don't know if mm-hmm. that's just because it's a pilot. So I would love to see if he gets looser with the density of information once he doesn't have to have fit everything into, a, you know, 50 pages. That is true. It does feel a little bit overworked sometimes. I mean, the pacing of that fight was just kind of a mess. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I did love uh, Grim. She pulls out a, uh, what is it? It's a gun with like a dog's snout on the end of it. Yeah, it's one of their 616. So I wonder if that's a Marvel reference. I thought that too. I was like, because it's yeah, 616. Weird. Yeah, it's weird, right? Um, or maybe it could be the alternate interpretation of the number of the beast, which is 616. Oh, yeah, boy. Yeah. But also, uh, one thing I wanted to point out was, um, what the nose attachment for the rifle does is it basically just sniffs around and finds stuff like, you know, you'd think from a, for a bloodhound, like a hunting dog. She points it at a pile of bones. And one of the things it says is that, um, bones fit the profile of a 70 year old man probably came from an axe wielder. And I'm like, what? What about that would make you think they're an axe wielder? What What kind of bones does an axe wielder have versus a sword wielder, would you say? Yeah, was one strange bone collection. Hey! Oh, bazinga! Oh! This series is definitely I mean, hey, uh, unless it shits the bed in chapter three, I've read chapter two, that's all right, it's pretty good, but I don't think it can shit the bed that bad. That would be the worst shitting the bed, even worse than fucking Stealth Symphony by far, if it somehow became as bad as Bone Collection. That is fair. (laughs) Anything else you want to say, just for this first chapter? Just the mirror, honor a wholesome anime dad. Absolutely. He's got a big old One Piece smile. I did love that. His smile was the one thing I saw where I was like, oh, One Piece. Hey, he kind of looks like Garp. <laughs> That's true. And, and then the the grandma who turns out to be a werewolf is just at first very adorable. That's true. But 
not to be. Mm-hmm. If that's everything we have to say about the uh, the first chapter, let's move on to the guesses. David, what do you think's going to happen next? So, my three guesses are, I think the MC is part monster, and that's why he had like that inhuman strength when he cut open the werewolf. Maybe he is like a daywalker, kind of like Blade, and he just doesn't know it. Mm. I think at least one real monster will join the group, and there's definitely going to be a moment where the female MC has to decide if she wants to kill it or let it, and I think she'll be like, ah, oh, fine, fuck it, and now they have to like hide this monster that's in their group and now it causes like a big thing when it gets discovered third is i think the mc was cursed in some way and that's why she can transform and i'm wondering the reason why she explicitly said werewolf witches and vampires is maybe she was cursed by a witch and a vampire is what joins their group <laughs> i like that i like that interpretation. i don't know that would be some really good writing if that's what happens you say so yourself yeah hey hey what's up here hey here's an idea i had man wouldn't this be great writing if this happened yeah and it would be right yeah yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> fuck you jordan <laughs> Speaking of bad ideas, what are your guesses? Ah, uh, so my guesses are, first of all, I think that the male main character, Vero, he's going to be the huntsman. He is going to, since she is the Red Riding Hood, he will take on the uh, the form of the huntsman from Little Red Riding Hood. The second one is that there is, they're going to fight a dragon. Because they say at the fr- at the beginning, have you ever seen a dragon? Mm-hmm. And the beginning is like a conversation they have later in the comic where she says that. So it's like, well, you probably wouldn't be bringing up dragons if they weren't going to fight a dragon. It's like poetry. It rhymes. Exactly. Just like it, George Lucas. This is a George Lucas manga in the best way. But this is not a prequel one. It seems like this is the OG so far. Yeah. And then the last guess is that the main female character, Grimm, is the original Red Hood who founded the hunt the hunters guild mm-hmm. further than that i think that she was cursed with some kind of age thing that yeah made her look like a little girl for a lot of times but that's why she doesn't seem like a really old lady even though she should be that way it should it's kind of like a a genkai or a biscuit situation from uh, hunter hunter i was waiting for you to mention biscuit yeah i love biscuit She's great. Mm-hmm. So, David, would you read another 10 chapters of this? Oh, yeah. I'm going to read the next two chapters after uh, we're done this call. Yeah, same. I really enjoyed this. I had a great time. And what is your power word? Mine is porridge. You want to take a guess? For that thick, thick oatmeal butt. Yeah, because she's as thick as a bowl of oatmeal. Oh, yeah. I thought that was pretty good. I liked it. I appreciated <laughs> it. I was. I didn't even catch it at first. I was just like, well, porridge? Yeah, it seems like something something they'd eat in this village. Hey. Yeah. How about you? Mine is uh, Russia. Mm. Mother Russia. Yeah. Mother Russia. Well, if this series gets canceled, we can say, oh, this is definitely set in Russia because it was Russian the whole time. Hey! That'd be pretty good if it had the zip man pacing. Knock on wood. I hope it has better pacing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Which one do you think is drawn better, actually? Zip man or Red Hood? That's difficult because they're both doing very different things. For my personal style, I actually prefer Red Hood because I really like the old school, edgy, like 90s image comics that this reminds me of. There are angles of it that strike me as very similar to the Max, if you're familiar with the Max. Max at I all. know of it, but I never read it. I've read a little bit of the Max, but like the thing about it is the art is just very angular and very dynamic. And this this art is very dynamic in a way that Zipman is not. Like Zipman seems very much like um, just very well done manga art. Mm-hmm. You know, this seems like manga art mixed with a lot of outside influence, and I yeah. I find that fascinating, and I kind of prefer it to Zipman's. 
Zitman still looks great, though. I think that's completely fair. I don't know. Maybe the art will get better as I read it, but right now it just seems a little off to me, so I prefer the, the clean lines of Zitman, but we'll see. Yeah, I got you. Anything else, Jordan, or uh, is this a wrap on our uh, second or third or whatever, however we release it, piece of Patreon content? Listener, you will never know how much we actually have in the backlog. But yeah, that's all I gotta say. And, well, that's everything. Thanks for listening. I guess there's no real point in plugging anything. If you found this, you found it on Patreon. Yeah, keep on, uh, Patreon and patrons. Uh, keep on flopping. Bye. Floppers, bye. Bye Bye-bye.